there are so many great leaders, great innovators, and great ideas that never make it because someone wasn't willing to fund them at that very early stage. We have made it a focus for us to really look at early stage investments so that we can create an environment to let more entrepreneurs be able to participate and feel that we haven't lost a potential opportunity. Welcome. You're listening to Harambians at Work, young African innovators who pledge to work together as one to build Africa's future. Tay Yu with Cisco, and I oversee corporate social responsibility. Mary Niuisaki, also with Cisco, part of the corporate social responsibility family, focusing on strategy, but also the global problem solver one billion initiative. Most important component is that Harambi has a, a core focus on entrepreneurship. And it's not just entrepreneurship for its own sake, but it's developing and nurturing um, a long-term environment of entrepreneurs who really solve problems and create economic and social opportunity for everyone within uh, their respective domains. I think one of the other things that we've seen over the last year is as Harambe is thinking about what was successful, where they want to go, um, I feel like that mission is getting really crystallized. And so as we looked at some of the projects that we worked on together, not only did they achieve the results, but you also started seeing them thinking about what's their unique mm -hmm. differentiator. differentiator. Where do they need to play, I think, in the future of Africa? How can they harness the talent of the different Harambians? And so I think it was that conversation over this last year, seeing the results. Um, and we always believed, I think, in the promise, but now you see it even more clearly. And you also have critical mass, right? Because all of a sudden the, um, the network of Harambians are much bigger, and it was really interesting. I was talking, yesterday I was talking to some of the Harambians, and they said, well, we didn't know there were so many of us. They'll go to a meeting, and it turns out they were Harambians. Uh, we, Cisco, ran the Global Problem Solver Challenge. Turned out um, Harambians actually applied and won uh, some of the awards, and even Akendo, who is the founder of Harambe, didn't know that they were part of that. So that, that's a signal that, that Harambe has become more mainstream, which is very important. When you think about Harambe, you actually had the, um, the, 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 the programmatic nature was, not, was, was established. I mean, you, you know, there's, there's also services that you can offer, but the, the core program was in existence and was repeatable and now starting to scale. What we wanted to do was ensure that there was capacity that it could scale, and that's why um, a strategic grant and strategic investments are not always operational in nature, but in the case of Harambe, it is really strategic to, to invest in the operational and the growth operations and growth of the of the organization so that now you can increase more Harambians and create more opportunities to grow and scale. In one of the parts around um, the Cisco Foundation and some of our public benefit investment, when we were looking at the landscape, you saw lots of organization funding um, either mezzanine level mm -hmm. or um, proven models that then they were helping accelerate to scale. What you find is there's not enough 
um, early stage investment. And so when you think about early stage investment, sometimes it's on that solution, a really innovative idea that you might be able to invest in prototyping or piloting. But equally important is building the capacity, building the leadership, building the sustainability of the organization. And I, and I think that's a, that's a really good point, because when you think about, um, uh, you know, the lack of early stage investment, it actually is very much aligned to Cisco because we are very comfortable with innovation, early stage ideas and early stage solutions. So it made perfect sense for us to, you know, focus some of our investments in an organization like Harambe because it is very much in the early stages um, and the Harambians themselves are in the very early stages. And, and sometimes there are so many great leaders, great innovators and great ideas that never make it uh, because someone wasn't willing to fund them at that very early stage. And so we have made it a focus for us in, in Cisco CSR to really look at early stage investments so that we can create an environment uh, to let more entrepreneurs be able to participate and, and you know, feel that we haven't lost a potential opportunity because there's a lot of, lot of them that could be great ideas that are undercapitalized and it's only because they don't fit a specific mold of, you know, you have to be at this level to get the real funding um, and there are not a lot of early stage um, organizations and that's why we wanted to really focus there. When we think about you know, as a corporation, we came into Africa in terms of going to market in Africa with a integrated commercial and social strategy. Uh, because we want to be in it for the long haul. We want to be around a long time. And to do that, it means creating capacity so that local Africans are able to participate in the jobs that are now being thrown off or created through, you know, the jobs that are being created through, uh, you know, digitization and, and uh, the technologies that are available. And so the, the first leg of the stool was always the, the development and education of capacity so that locals can learn and participate in jobs that are created through technology. The second component was investing and granting to non-governmental organizations so that they can help support and facilitate facilitate uh, some of the civil society things, you know, the, the basic needs and, and all the barriers for people to actually get to education. And then the third le leg of the stool was to us a thriving entrepreneurial environment so that, you know, we can create an environment so that lots of businesses can thrive. And that's where the entrepreneurs come in. And this is where Harambi actually fills out that third leg of the stool. And this is what's so exciting for us because Early stage, yes, but if you have a lot of early stage opportunities, uh, a good percentage of them can really make it to the next level and create sustainable businesses that create lots of jobs, um, and thus, you know, uh, you know, prosperity for the communities in which they do business and live. One of the other things I'd also highlight is Cisco's a networking company. Mm -hmm. You can think of a technology network, but there's also that human network, and I think that Harambe, at its core, is a network. Is a, is a human network. Yes. Yeah. And the yeah. multiplier effect of enabling a network mm -hmm. is not only transformative, but I think exponentially that's where you find impact. If you look at Harambe and the success that a lot of Harambians have had in terms of raising funds and creating companies, uh, for, for us to say that's what we want to be, it it's a whole different approach. We would have to hire experts who actually focus on that. Partnering with Harambe does that. 
but what's what's really exciting is is what we wanted to do is invest in a fund within Harambe where the the returns on all the investments they make go back into the Harambe Catalyst Fund. So that over time, the more successful these entrepreneurs are, the larger the investment fund is so they can then make uh, additional investments. And that's what keeps paying it forward and creates a sustainable model. So the funds will not, the investment returns will not come back to Cisco. It will go back into the Harambe uh, Catalyst Fund. And, and that's what's really exciting about it. I think it. you just touched upon the word catalyst. Yeah. And I think that if it was, if we wanted to, and, and Cisco does often invest in invest in new technologies, mm-hmm. yeah. in, in new business models. But I think when you use the word catalyst, right. it's about igniting mm-hmm. the capabilities of the network, of the network of Harambians. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the key things that I think we were looking at is how can we help mm-hmm. create that foundation um, Harambe is still young. Mm-hmm. It's still a young entrepreneurial alliance. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have yeah. organizations, I think, with the, um, the success that Cisco yeah. has had to help bolster that foundation. And that creates, I think, the sustainable effect. And we want to focus it on digital solutions, right? I mean, that that it, it will play a big role. It, it, it is going to be ubiquitous. So how do we ensure that we are the catalysts and help drive the incubation and the development of, of new solutions and companies that take digital solutions and really have an impact, whether it's in fashion and retail or healthcare or education or energy, um, as a lot of Harambians are doing. So what we want to do is make it the barrier to entry. We want to make it very low. Right, so that more people who want to solve problems can create solutions, uh, you know, with technology, and and it's what's what's important to that particular community or that particular state or that particular country, whether it's the infrastructure and energy grid, whether it's you know healthcare, some of the work they're doing around education. I mean, that's it's incredibly exciting. And I think what's so interesting about how. Harambe Entrepreneurial Alliance is thinking about this Catalyst Fund is a couple ways. One, I do think that you are looking for um, foundational partners, but there are Harambeans themselves who've been successful. I think it's about, again, enabling that network, Mm -hmm. creating the connections. Ultimately, Mm -hmm. it's... it is looking for a whole host of individuals, whether they're companies, whether they're nonprofits, whether they're individuals themselves that believe in the, the capacity, the character, the leadership, the unbelievable um, innovative ideas that these young people. I actually think that there's a, um, a sense of accountability, individual accountability, not just to uh, my investor, right? And this is where the, the Harambe Catalyst Fund can be very, very powerful because the network of Harambians means that, you know, I, I have my investor is Harambe, but it's also the fact that if I'm successful, the return that I'm providing to the Catalyst Fund will fund others. And so there's a sense of accountability, not just to an individual investor, but to an entire network and to the community at large. And that I think that's, that's a unique uh, differentiator. And don't you think that's one of the things that I think there are other funds out there or there are other groups, mm-hmm. there are other alliances, mm-hmm. but 
what attracted us was the combination, I think, of really captivating, intelligent individuals, but it was also the leadership qualities. It's the beliefs, it's the values. And I think it's the values that reinforces the, the, the connection from Haramian to Haramian. One of the things, Tay, I'd love you to talk a little bit about partnering and partnerships, because we've done different partnerships in the past, but I think that one of the things we've learned is looking for, um, it's not just mission alignment, but there's some other well, value. I mean, it, well, I, I think it's really aligning around, uh, you know, mutual outcomes and accountability, right? That, uh, and, and a philosophy that we're comfortable with risk as long as it is, you know, well thought out and uh, measured as to, you know, what we want to accomplish together. And uh, I think that, that it's about values, but it's also about delivery of those values, the actualization of those values. And I think that that becomes apparent only when you work together. And partnerships are formed by doing, you know, when, you know, these signing, and I, and I tease people all the time, we have these signing ceremonies and all of that. Those are the formalities, the real, the, the real relationship and the, the true partnership actually forms as you work together. And in fact, if you look at partnerships over time, some of the strongest partnerships are ones where you've had challenges and it's how we resolve them together. That's when you know what each other is made of and what your capacity is, how committed you are. And, and you come out stronger at the other end because we've had challenges, but we are able to work through them. And I think that's what's really exciting and you know, we've been working a little over a year together, and, and that makes us much more comfortable. We get to know each other. We understand when we, we, we have challenges. And I just think that this is a real opportunity to, to take it to the next level. Kendra likes to use the word dreaming, you know, <laughs> dreams on the paper. And when you talk about creating a catalyst fund, a multi-million dollar catalyst mm -hmm. fund, Sometimes you need that first person, that first That's person right. who will make that That's commitment. Right. And I think that that it's it's the belief in the Harambians. Mm -hmm. We've met so many. Yeah. When you meet them, it you see that spark, you mm -hmm. see the passion, you see the commitment. And and I think that you sometimes need someone to come in to to help create that critical mass for other organizations mm -hmm. to come on board. Um, and that's what we're hoping as well, is that there is, that, that through our commitment and our belief that we'll find many others. This podcast has been brought to you by Harambians on behalf of a grateful alliance. Thank you for listening.